Welcome to the third annual Kawaii-Fi Anime Awards, the yearly look back at the world of Japanese animation by these Kawaii-Fi folks. I am the narrator, coming to you live from the big house, Supermax Complex, but that's neither here nor there. Nothing will stop me from earning a buck or two. These weebs, as the kids call them, have watched an ungodly amount of anime this year. They will be presenting awards, you see, for this anime stuff, rewarding those that have left their mark this year and shaming those that really didn't do well enough. Is your favorite anime worthy of the Golden Kawaifu? Or is it more deserving of the disappointingly soggy side dish? That is the cabbage of shame. In fact, I think they serve that in the mess halls, Tuesdays. It's a big night for me in many ways, as it is for these experts. Allow me to introduce this year's hosts, Kyle, Kenny, and Emma. Yes. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello, virtual digital comedic audience. I'm sure you are all well because you're not real. <laughs> As we record here in Kawaii Studio, what are we, six now? Yeah. <laughs> we, we keep changing studios. The other ones, they catch fire and we have to bury stuff. And This is all your fault, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> But yes, it is the Kawaii-Fi Night of Nights, as we joke around every year. And uh, we did have a bit of a delay due to some technical issues over the holiday breaks, uh, mostly to do with a bit of a, a virus outbreak over here. Yes. Um, so this is the first night we've been able to get together in person. I like to say this is fashionable lateness. In fact, we're so late, we're practically Project Runway. Anyway, edition! <laughs> what? Yes! I, I have... Many it was also hot as balls, so I wasn't going to come in the studio for love nor money. No, this is true. But um, if you are How new... are you here? <laughs> I live here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you're not in the studio, so... Oh, my God. Are you real? God. Are any of us real? No, this is Maruko channel over again. Oh, God. <laughs> Only we can see her. <laughs> um, but... Uh, if you are new to the podcast and uh, joining us for this episode of your first one, welcome. Um, if uh, For those who are familiar with the Kawaii Anime Awards, we do this once a year. And uh, basically, we get together and everyone nominates the shows that they like for the category. Anything where there's overlaps, such as two people have voted for the same show, means it gets put forward to the voting category. Mm -hmm. So that then leaves uh, the whole team to go and vote on these nominees for each category. So we cast our votes using a point tally system. The nominee with the most points wins. Yay. Yes. Um, now, if two nominees have the same amount of points, they are declared joint winner of said category. And uh, if uh, all of them have the same points, then they're all relegated to the shame bucket because how dare you all be that good? <laughs> Wait, no. No, the shame The shame comes later. The shame comes later. Fight we, we, to the death. There can only be one. Um, and, you know, later on we'll get to talk about something wonderful which involves... <laughs> 
because the Cabbage of Shame is up for grabs this year, and my lord, there's a lot of nominees. Oh, I've got a great way to decide if there's any split winners. Mm. Write them both on a card and get Liger to choose. <laughs> the podcast cat Liger will probably struggle with that. I trust his opinion. I don't. <laughs> I love him, but He's got I terrible don't. taste. He has terrible taste. But without further ado, we do need to get stuck in, and we are starting off with the best opening of the winter anime season, going all the way back to the beginning of 2021. Well, it was a pretty good season. I don't remember it. No? Okay, well, let's... Uh, <laughs> well, you remember being cold. <laughs> Never. There, there's your problem. Yeah. We've had a heat wave in Australia, and it's just been like... 35 and plus since before Christmas, so yeah. I don't remember the cold. Let's refresh your memory and talk about the openings that uh, ended up getting shortlisted for this category, and we can start, all in alphabetical order, with Attack on Titans Season 4 opening. Oh, hell yeah. Sufficiently dramatic. Yeah, this was like a banger, and the visuals were like intense. Oh, fishing for the show. So good. Th that is so something good. I should specify as well. So we are not just voting on set music, because if that was the case, there are so many bops. We're talking about how well these fit the show with the visuals and the animation. And uh, Attack on Titan was fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's quite an interesting one, actually, because with a lot of anime openings, you see, you know, they introduce characters and light a dart, mm. and you're like, oh, I wonder when I'm going to see that guy. When's that guy going to come up? This one, you didn't really know what was going on. You're like, this is a bop, but relevant? It's like, maybe? war, Until, war like, is now Until later colourful. on like, in mm. the series. And then I was like, oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, that makes me sad. And as we are recording this, I believe Attack on Titans Final Season Part 2 of 3 starts next week. Ooh. That's right. There's also a movie. Is it really the final? No, it's not. <laughs> it's the final season Part 2, but not the final still. It's like also, a, one of those save drafts. You know, <laughs> final, final two. True final. <laughs> this final isn't even infinity. my final yeah. final. <laughs> Alrighty. Now, we also did have to talk about Dr. Stone's opening from season two. It was Rakuen by Fuji Fabric. <laughs> Toss that into the bucket oh of God. things you cannot not groove to. I know. I need to add that to my regular Spotify list. Mm. That, that. Yeah, that is sick. It's so good. Yeah. Now, moving away from the shonen category, though technically not, we are going to take a dive into the world of romance with Horimiya's opening Color Perfume by Yo Kamiyama. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It's kind of like on the backbeat. Yeah. You know? It's it's really good. And also visually, like, there was so much going on in the visuals in that opening, and it changes throughout the season. Every opening was slightly different, um, which was just ah. very cool. It's very chill. I added it to my driving playlist. Spoiler mm. alert for my votes on 
these awards. I didn't watch Harry Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. This is why we have all of us voting on it because mm. then it ends up being about average because we all watch different things and all have different interests. Yeah. And if we can agree I mean, on something, that's surprising. There mm. is a lot to watch out there. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So much. Also, Jujutsu Kaisen's second opening, which was Vivid Vice by Huya Extended. Interesting name, interesting Featuring plenty of Panda Sensei from memory. <laughs> I, do, I do love that shot of Panda Sensei because he just Oh, has... sorry, Senpai, my bad. Okay, yeah, Senpai. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has a, a spot in my heart. Um, <laughs> but I just don't think it hit as hard as the I mean, look, Jujutsu Kaisen's first opening and outro blew Everyone away. I think Chef's it won. So I think good. it won everything last year. Jujutsu Kaisen from us, aside from Anime of the Air, because it couldn't win it because it hadn't finished. That's one of our rules as well. If mm. the anime has not finished its broadcast run, it does not qualify. But if an anime has finished it, and this includes the long ones such as Black Clover, which finished this year, mm. they then qualify. So we have one more to include, and it's from those wonderful pretty boys on Skate the Infinity. Let's go together, With this one, I find they like filled the brief, you know? Oh, they did. It's like, we need an opening for a skateboard themed anime. (laughs) Tick, tick, tick. Done. Must be full of sexy men. Exactly Mm. what you thought it should be. Oh, definitely. That was Paradise by Rude A, which is a. I'm not sure if it's meant to be Rude Alpha, actually, because the A looks like the Greek Alpha. That would be it. And it's it's very, very Japanese to just use stuff from other languages. I'll throw it in there. Righty. This brings us to our winners. And I need to go find the actual buttons. Spoiler. Spoilers? Winners. Mm. Yes. He's picked the awards. I've got it on the screen so I can announce it. (laughs) Our winners are Horimiya and Skate the Infinity. Are you joking? No. You people have no taste. (laughs) Like, how dare you? (laughs) Are you disappointed no attack on Saturn? I'm so disappointed. (laughs) Horimiya is a groove and Skate the Infinity is sexy and full of abs. You cannot deny the soul-hitting bop that is Dr. Stone. Well, here's the thing. There are only three points separating all the finalists. Considering there's only like four people voting. (laughs) (laughs) Five. Um, But uh, Horimiya is on nine as Escape the Infinity, Attack on Titan and Doctor Stone on eight, and Jiu-Jitsu on seven. Oh, right. Jiu-Jitsu deserves that place. That was pretty damn close. It was very close. And uh, in, in defense of Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen, uh, Aaron loves it. 
Um, and he really likes the music from it. So, you know, there's definitely got... I love it There's going to be people who have that special place in their heart with it, I think. But, I'm just biased because last year slapped so hard. Oh, it does. Like, it I mean... really I, does. I, just, I think you know, something can be said for a lot of animes like that. I mean, who can forget the first ever theme for Attack on Titan? That oh. just sticks in your head no matter what yeah. the other Well, yeah, are. the thing is, if you come out of the gate, like, top of your game. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. very hard to go up from there. Yeah. Like, m- my hero, in my opinion, peaked around season two and three, and after that, nothing's caught up ever since, um, hmm. oh, what was it? Uh, oh, well, I'm going to forget it and move on. <laughs> season two and three of Attack on There Titan is a whole show idea music. in this. There is, best openings. But we now need to get into the categories and uh, burst through this so we're not here all day. So let's talk about sound and visuals. Sounds and visuals. Let's talk about the best soundtrack. Now, this is for the criteria of only the music used during the show. So you can't include the opening or the ending, just the music inside Mm. it. So the stuff that's in the background, the mood that Mm. it's all set. So the nominees for this, in alphabetical order, as all these will be, Dragon Goes House Hunting. Yeah. Megalo Box Season 2. Nay. Escape the Infinity. <laughs> Emma doesn't like sports animes. This is. And no, she doesn't no, like, like boxing. No, like, I can't stand boxing. Like, I just can't. What can't do, do you have against animes with sexy abs? What do I have against men punching each other in the face? With sexy abs. <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on. Skate the Infinity and Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song. Oh. And our winner on eight votes, Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song for a very deserving yeah, award. I'm surprised there because it was pretty, pretty stellar. It was. Mm. But I'll tell you what, like, I hadn't watched Far Away. Paladin until just oh. just started it last night. <laughs> it's pretty good. I the told like you. the soundtrack is pretty good. I told you all. I don't have a million minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon when goes did I house tell you? hunting a long time and ago. Skate the Infinity on seven points at Megalobox, bringing in the back at one. Um, Faraway Paladin is an honourable mention for this category, so there you go. Yeah, Vivi was you know a pseudo music anime. Hard to so beat that. You can't really. But uh, that brings us on to best animation. Now, this isn't the art style. This is the anim- how well it's animated, the flow of movement. So this is the smoothest flowing animation we've seen all year. Not Just how much Sakugan can they pour into exactly. a shot? Exactly. And if you're not aware of the word Sakugan, it is Sakuga, sorry. Sakuga. It is where... Yeah, Sakugan was the TV series. Yeah, I was like... Um, <laughs> Sakuga is pretty much pouring on the money. <laughs> pouring the money into a shot, giving it all of the animation frames till it just looks smooth. Yes. And our nominees, we have a packed category. There are six nominees who were shortlisted for this. All well, of these received two votes. We all voted something votes. different. All, well, all of these received at least two votes yeah. from people. So, Jujutsu Kaisen, Megalobox, Reincarnated as a Slime Season 2, mm. Skate the Infinity, Vivi Fluoride Song, and Wonder Egg Priority. In Wonder Egg's case, Ooh. the fight scene specifically. Now, mm. oh, this is tight, but it's going to make someone happy. Our winner is Jujutsu Kaisen Yay. on fifteen yeah, points. That's what I voted for. Vivi Fluorite Eyes song, fourteen points. Those the fight scenes in Vivi 
mm. were incredible. Oh, they were. I it remember took watching it for the like, first time and we were just like, oh my God. It took mm. me back to Promare, just trying to keep up with stuff that was happening. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, um, very packed category. Uh, slime came in at bottom, but I think that's literally because there was so much good animation between these six. Yeah. Like, it's very hard to Yeah, choose. to say that something is at the bottom of one of these nomination lists is not a bad thing. Mm. It's in the tops. <laughs> what, what's the saying? It's just an honour to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk about the best use of CG because often, most of the time, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. best use of CG is kind of an oxymoron <laughs> in that fact. You yeah, know? You, you make it so good that it doesn't look like CG. Yeah, CGI needs to be used to accentuate the 2D animation. It's supposed to be something that gives a sense of depth to a certain bit, not to be used just for random details. Mm. Mm. So the nominees are 86, the wonderful War Mecha series, because those mechs almost blended into their world perfectly. Mm-hmm. Beastars Season 2, which the entire thing is CG. And, uh, it's kind of like cel-shaded mm-hmm, CG. Which is different. Godzilla Singular Point, which used it for mechs, robots, movement, and any form of transportation. Mm. Skate the Infinity, because all the skateboards were CG. Well, not so much just the skateboards, the environments that they were speeding down. Yeah, that too. And Vivi Fluoride Eye Song as well, because that used CG extensively for any form mm. of robotics. I wonder who will be the winner. I have got the digital envelope because we're being green this year and doing it all on computers. And the winner on 13 points is Vivi Fluoride I Song. Yay. And uh, that, uh, wow, that's actually far away. The nearest was Godzilla and 86 on nine points apiece. So, uh, well, yeah. I, I get it. Like, Vivi Fluoride Eyes had a lot of tech imagery in it mm-hmm. um, and it was used to enhance it rather than uh, to make substitute. things easy yeah. yeah so it didn't substitute artwork it enhanced it which we've seen with some of like the girl sports group ones in the past few years <laughs> Takayomi uh, uh, Orin, Pr- Pride of Orange <laughs> that instead of actually Oh, don't them, worry. That one would be back later. <laughs> Instead of letting them actually do animate the scenes where they're, you know, practicing, they'd substitute it with CG models, and it mm. was so jarring. Um, but Vivi, none of that at all. Okay, this brings us to a very important category. This is the fancy category. This is the best art and visual style. Now, there have been some very pretty animations this year, and a lot of them have used very different styles of animation. We went through that period in about the late 2000, uh, late 2000s where everyone was trying to imitate um, Kyoto Animation's big shiny look and now everyone's doing their own thing. So, the nominees are The Heike Story, Ooh. To Your Eternity, <laughs> The Aquatope on White Sand because it literally looked like film quality, which it shouldn't. The Vampire Doze in, dies, <laughs> Dozes in No Time. The Vampire Dies in No Time. Which you're not is... saying that right. The Vampire Dies in No Time. You'll have to say it like <laughs> you're from my favourite show. How and, that guy says it. And of course, Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song. Now, this isn't close. Our winner by a garden mile of three points is To Your Eternity, followed Ooh. by yeah. The Heike Story. To your eternity hurts so much. To your eternity is exquisite. It It is is. stunning. And Heike's story While beautiful, it it's a lot more raw, isn't it? It stands out. It's a 
cartoon book. Like it's a children's book. This That's is true. That's the style that um, it looks like. Mm-hmm. It resembles kind of like that old style of art. That was its whole appeal. Well, mm. yeah, I found draw. that it's it's an old story. Mm. So therefore, it's like a an old story that generations are then telling to the next generation, which is often told through storybooks. Mm. Now, because of this, we do need to talk about the best art in a feature film. And there weren't very many films that actually reached our shores here in Australia. And that is one of the prerequisites that you could legally view the content that is in the awards show. So it has to have been streamed online or available for you to view through a legal platform. Yeah, no comment. This... <laughs> Look, everyone keeps asking Funimation in the comments to bring Anime Lab back. They haven't stopped, and it's like 12 months on. So Hey, uh, Funimation. Mm. Anyway. Bring Anime Lab back. <laughs> so the best art in a feature film's the, for the films that we saw here that fit in that category and qualified, Demon Slayer Infinity Train, Ew. Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, Thrice Upon a Time. Wild ride. Fate Stay Night, Heaven's Feel 3, put in by Aaron, who saw that in cinemas, and it's UFO Table, the same guys who do Demon Slayer. So I saw oh, bits of it. Okay, mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Might need to see that oh. then. It's going to confuse you. <laughs> Every time I see their name, though, I'm like, UFO Table. <laughs> UFO Table. <laughs> Um, and Josie the Tiger and the Fish. And our winner, and this is a close one, by one point, Demon Slayer Infinity Train. Yeah, that's fair enough. It was awesome. It did destroy the box office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time, like when it first came out mm-hmm. here, which was a while back now. Yeah. So I think I voted for Josie. You did, as did but I. Now that we're watching uh, season two of Demon Slayer again, I'm like, man, I forgot how good this is. <laughs> oh, that how beautiful final it is. Battle was just oh. sublime. Yeah, and things are getting very interesting in the new arc in the entertainment district too. So if you're not mm-hmm. watching that, check it out. Just Get on board. Wow. Uh, just behind it, Josie the Tiger and the Fish on seven points and Evangelion on six. And uh, that brings us back to Presenter San after these messages. Welcome back once again to the 2021 Kawaii Fi Anime Awards. Running stylishly late thanks to the legal system, apparently. And as far as me delaying these awards, I can't help it if the judge was not on my side. Hatwick did make her look like a basset hound after all. I never lie. Anyway, lawyers are most expensive, you know. Voiceover work does not pay like it used to. I actually didn't pay that much to begin with. My god, what have I been doing with my life? How did I end up here? Oh, oh Patricia, how I miss thee. The sound of your monotonous typing in the background and your auburn hair or or was it blonde either way she was a great assistant i think that's what i miss most about her you know having an assistant Hmm. anyway enough reminiscing we return now to these presenters i mentioned earlier you remember so uh (laughs) narrator san doesn't sound like he's doing well yeah, it's, uh, where did he say he was reporting from? I was going to say, didn't he get re- arrested at the end of last year? Yeah, something about squatting in a bunker with a bucket. 
Yeah. I, re- I forget, though. I think he mentioned Supermax as well, and that concerns me, so I think he might be in prison. Or maybe he's just saying that the place is so cool that it's like, super maximum great. I don't think he's that cool to but use those phrases. He might be trying to be hit <laughs> with the kids, yo. He's not trying to be hit. Super funky friend. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sure we'll hear more of his story as the night goes on. He does tend to overshare. We need to talk about the next set of openings. This is the best opening for spring 2021. And spring was a good season. And I think we can start off with a, a very, very easy bop to remember once you hear it. And this was from Godzilla Singular Point. That was In Case by Bish. That one, for some reason, just, like, speaks to me. <laughs> it sounds like a K-pop star stuck in a computer. It just, I don't know, It's that's on my regular rotation now. So I've probably same. listened to that song about 50 times. <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh, I should probably just hand them $20 because, you know, that's how much I've listened to their song. That's I, I much learned, money they're getting from me through Spotify. I, I learned to play it on guitar. <laughs> they're amazing. Nice. Um, now, that was quite a spectacular uh, opening. However, there were many other good openings that season, and we do have honourable mentions for this Prove season it. because we had to shortlist <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Wild animal in the studio. I know, he's attacking the foot. Oh, I was going to make an odd taxi joke, but you're talking about Liger. (laughs) No, that was the opening for Odd Taxi, simply called Odd Taxi by the duo of Skirt and DJ Punpi. Not really a great name. So was that song written for? Yes, it was. Wow. It's a really good joke. That's rare. Yeah, yeah. Like even in standard films, like even in American Hollywood films, to have a song that is so good that was written for a movie yeah well here's the thing the next two were also written for their show Mm. now this one i know i'm alone in (laughs) but it somehow managed to get multiple votes and get in here and that's the opening for so i'm a spider so what season well part two bursty greedy spider And funnily enough, despite Aaron absolutely hating Simon Spider, he gave that three points. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if, even if you don't like the anime, you got to respect the sound. Yeah, well, that paired with the visuals of the fight scenes in it at the end of the video were just really well done. Frankly, it sounds like the drummer is earning his paycheck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got Vivi and their, her opening, uh, yeah. which was Sing My Pleasure. The, op- the first line... Always As felt as you mm. like my pleasure. <laughs> so weird. So you just oh my God. skip that and yeah. then you get this. Yeah. <laughs> 
just makes you want to run. It does. Like you just run and parkour. And the animation paired with it are all the fight scenes mm. and the how the world changes over time because Vivi is a story set over a thousand years. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that no, long. No, maybe it's a hundred. I think it's three hundred. Three hundred? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be about right. Yeah. yeah. Because there is like a hundred years where nothing happens. Yeah, and she's just in a museum. That happens, yes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, hashtag relatable. <laughs> uh, our honourable mentions that we do have to bring in are the opening for Dragon Goes House Hunting. Oh my Yay. god. And the opening of Shadow's House. That's also very good. Also, oh, that only got honourable mention. Yeah, they, this is the thing. Like, there was a very wide voting uh, nomination list for this, and mm. those are the two which just missed out. To put this in perspective, Dragon Goes House Hunting and Shadows House both got two votes. All the ones in the final got three votes each, but uh, out of five, it people. was a very strong season. It was. It was like. Godzilla and Vivi. I'm a bit miffed mm. about My that. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, go to YouTube and look up Shadow's House. It is awesome. Mm. Look up Dragon Goes House Hunting. That too that is awesome. That was like my hey, feel good. Hey, 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 hey. And so oh. comfy. It was. It really reflected the series perfectly. But we do need to announce a winner. And there can be... Uh, well, I'd say there can be only one, but there could be two. There could be three sometimes. But in this case, there can be only one. And the winner is... Godzilla Singular Point. Oh, good. No more podcasts. Just play this on a loop. <laughs> if you're listening at home, stop listening for three minutes. Go listen to this song. <laughs> which is In Case by Bish, which are a alternative idol group in Japan. Oh. Um, set up to be not like all the idols we see. If you grew up in the 90s in the, the punk kind of punk pop wave that's it mm-hmm. you know that will speak to your <laughs> little grungy heart <laughs> i'm a grunge baby mm. um but that does mean we get to go on to our next category which involves the characters cast and characters So this time it's the cast and characters that we're talking about. And we're going to start from the top. With uh, we, we flip this every year and we do male as the lead one one year and then female the next. So this year we're back to the boys. And we're going to start off with the best male supporting character. There are four nominees. There are no honourable mentions because none of us picked anyone the same except for these four. Oh my huh. god. The best male character in a supporting role... Aoi Top Knot Gorilla Todo from Jujutsu Kaisen, i.e. Boogie Woogie Man. Hey. Diria from Dragon Goes House Diaria. Hunting. Kaseki, the wonderful old man from Dr. Stone Season 2. Oh and Najima from Komi Can't Communicate. Now, you might be wondering, hey. why is Najima in this category? Najima is in every category, because Najima is a Najima, and we will discuss that later. Is that an enigma? An enigma, yes. Um, Wait, <laughs> it's, is the name an anagram for Enigma? No, it's not, unfortunately. It means something else. You have to go watch my video on the names in Komi Can't Communicate if you want to find out. Good segue. However, the winner of the best male supporting character for this year is... By a substantial margin... Diria from Dragon Ghost yeah. House Hunting. Diria! I love him. He's so sassy. <laughs> and such a bad parent. <laughs> <laughs> 
Diria on 11 points, followed by Al Toto on 7. And Najima got 2. Um, that was very good. Now, let's go to the best female supporting character. And we're going to start off in the stone world with Hanada Nikki. Now, you might not recognize that name very well. Um, she was the girl who was quite buff and was really into the music and was one of the guards in the enemy oh, camp yeah, yeah. who changed sides. Then we have Najima from Komi. <laughs> it's an enigma. <laughs> exactly. Sakurai Toko from My Senpai is Annoying. And he is the gentleman with black hair and dead looking eyes. Isn't it the girls? No, it's the girl. I'm thinking of the boys. Yes, you are. I am. She's the, the best looking titty. girl in yeah. the anime. Big titties. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was. We don't say, say those words on this. Hmm. Big. We do now. <laughs> and Shuna from Slime Season 2. And our winner, with 10 points, is Sakurai Toko from My Senpai is Annoying. Hey. Yeah, that show so is fun. Mm -hmm. Followed only by two points behind by Shuna from season two of Slime. Hmm. Let's head over to the leading roles and our best male protagonist. We're going to start off in the funky animalistic world of Odd Taxi with Odakawa Hiroshi, our walrus of a male main character. I'm still convinced that he's just a normal bloke and he's envisioning that everyone is animals. You are welcome to your opinion. <laughs> Red from Banished from the Heroes Party. Was our leading Say the there. full title. Banished from the Heroes Party, I decided to spend my life, a slow life, as a pharmacist in the countryside. Good. Yes. Rimuru from Reincarnated as a Slime, Season 2. And Soma from The Realist Hero Who Rebuilt a Kingdom. Hmm. And our winner. The only one that pulled away from the pack. The rest are all on five points. Is Rimuru Yay. from Reincarnated as a Slime. On nine points, which uh, yes, so, you're so a bit good. late there, audience. Such a great leader. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a discussion of whether Rimuru is male, female, non-binary, non-gendered. Uh, slimes typically don't have genders, but uh, as Rimuru was reincarnated from a, a guy, I guess that uh, fits for the category. And everyone nominated him, so yeah. and everyone voted for him, mm. so them, you know. Let's go back to the female protagonist side of this, and let's talk about... We had five hmm. instead of the normal four. So we had Ioto from Wonder Egg Priority, Futaba from My Senpai is Annoying, our short green-haired girl, Hori from Horimiya, Komi Shoko from Komi Can't Communicate, Yay! and Vivi from Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song. Our winner with a whopping 13 points... Whoa. Is Futaba from My Senpai yeah. is Annoying. <laughs> Nearest competition was nine points. Which is, uh, yeah, that's a good, a solid four points. That's a whole four points. Who was the closest? Vivi. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Followed by Hori, Komi, and Ioto hmm. in that order. But we've talked about the good side of Pat people. Let's talk about the bad side of people. After I mention the honourable mentions for the female protagonist, now that I see it. Licia Elfrieden from Realist Hero, i.e. the princess. Rit from Banished from the Heroes Party. And Say from Saint's Magic Power is Omnipotent. 
You don't have to agree. That's why they're honorable mentions. Yeah, fair enough. Multiple people voted for them, so mm. they hit a they hit a uh, a chord. Mm. Decord. Let's talk about the villains with the best male villain, and this is a interesting list to go through. We have Antonio from Vivi, who is the uh, circular-headed robot. That guy was dark. The as soon mo- as we found out what was going on, mm-hmm. boy. The moderate, moderate Harlequin Alliance from Slime Season 2. Oh, yeah. Including mm. their, uh, I guess you could call him his... Illustrious leader. Mm. He's not very <laughs> Guy deserving of a kick to the soft bits. Yes. The Republic of San Magnolia. Yes, the entire all of them Republic of San Magnolia. Because they're all racist. <laughs> yes. Just screw them. Yeah. Sukasa yeah. from Dr. Stone Season 2, because even though things change towards the end of that, he is a very good antagonist. Mm-hmm. And Shigaraki from My Hero Academia, because, damn, he got dangerous towards the end of Season 5. That boy evil. Mm-hmm. Our winner on 11 points. Surprising to me, actually. Antonio from Vivi. Yeah, that plot line was Duh. like... It was real dark, but it also um, came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Someone wrote that. Did not see that coming. Mm -hmm. Someone just decided to just put that in there just... To break everyone's Someone just decided, you know what? No lead up, no hints. I'm going to make everyone have a bad day. (laughs) (laughs) That is basically Uh, it, yes. Yes. Shigaraki came in second with the Moderate Harlequin Alliance in third and Republic of San Magnolia in fourth. Yeah, they they weren't really amazing villains, just kind of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) It's all it takes. (laughs) It only takes one. (laughs) It's their compliance. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, we need to talk about the ladies, because we had four very strong villains. Well, okay, we had three very strong villains and one you immediately hated, who's technically not a villain, but she deserves to be labelled as so. Fair enough. From the top, we have Frill from Wonder Egg Hierarchy, who you'll remember very that good. from. The goddess in Tsukimichi, who curses the main character to be ugly and not be able to speak the language. Such a joke. Yeah, and just... Next. Yeah. yeah. Hayase from To Your Eternity. She is the lady <laughs> who, uh, yep, yep. And Yamai Ren from Comey Can't Communicate because everyone in the community hates her. Fair like, enough. For good reason. She's a yande. Mm. So it makes sense. And our winner, quite substantially, as everyone voted for them, is Frill from Wonder Egg Priority. There will be yeah, no applause for you, Frill. You are creepy as. Yeah, that was very good. And uh, that brings us on to the more happier topics. Male villains? Wait, no, we were there. We've we've been there. Antonio (laughs) Banderas won that. Antonio (laughs) Banderas. We're going to talk about relationships. But this is the best relationship between two characters in a series. It does not have to be romantic, but it does not include fan shipping. Bromances are important. Bromances are important. Girlfriend relationships are important. Boy-girl relationships are important. The whole lot is important. It's the, the the characters who support one another. The relationship between a bloke and his fine Cuban cigar. That doesn't count. That's, it totally counts. It's an object. Your, you. your partner should not be an object. <laughs> so. Arguments um, will begin now. <laughs> no. Our nominees include Hori and Miyamura from Hori Mia. Mm-hmm. Red and Rit from Banished from the Heroes Party. 
Reki and Langa from Skate the Infinity. Yeah. Sakurai Toko and Kazuma Soto in My Senpai is Annoying. And Tadano and Komi in Komi Can't Communicate. And we have a pair of winners. Two oh. pairs. Liger. So- <laughs> get the count. Liger, get your texture out. We need... Mommy needs you to make a decision. From Sakurai Soko and Kazuma Soto in Senpai's Annoying and Tadano and Komi from Komi Can't Communicate on joint 10 points each. Yay. Yeah, they're adorable. Bo- yes. Both both good nominees mm. and good winners. Super cute. Sign mm. up to Patreon and we'll let you know which one Liger picks. He's mm. <laughs> Ilan on cats. And since you right. mentioned Liger, we have come to the most important award of the segment. And this is the Liger Award for the best non-human companion character. Yes, we are talking about those adorable mascot characters. The pets that follow you around. Your Digimon, your Pokemon, and so on. So... Starting with Digimon, Gammon, from Vampire Dies in No Time, the Armadillo John. Oh, I love John. So Mr. Much. Sheep from The Fruit of Evolution. Mm. Peobelt from Dragon Goes House Hunting. Pelops 2, the computer uh, AI from Godzilla Singular Point. And Big Wolf Boy Ranga from Reincarnated as a Slime. Ranga, Ranga, Ranga. What and it's close. <laughs> We're not calling you a ranger. <laughs> <laughs> it's very close. But by one point, Ranga. <laughs> Ranga! <laughs> Damn you, you put the word in my face. Ranga from Reincarnated as a Slime. He's the best boy. He's such a good boy. Oh, that's on 16 points. Then you got the lion's share. Giant in Pucci. 15 points, the only one close, one point behind, was John from The Vampire Dies in No Time. <laughs> um, and John is a is national treasure. John is a national treasure. He's, uh, he's sturdy and wonderful. Um, now, the final award for cast and characters is at hand. And this is the Sakamoto Award for most memorable character. One we will remember for years to come, whether we like them or not. In the following order, Nagatoro from Don't Tease Me, Nagatoro. She has Titan face. She do. Najima from Komi Can't Communicate. Panda Senpai from Jujutsu Kaisen. He has panda face. And Rimuru from Reincarnated as a Slime. He has face. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and we have a clear winner. And it will make many people happy. Because he's no longer endangered, Panda Senpai is back yeah, yeah. with 10 points. And, uh, yes. I love him so much. I have no reason to. Uh, the first time you see him pop up on Jujutsu Kaisen's opening, you're just like, have I just put on Tekken? <laughs> That's a good just point. Like, this is great. This is great. And then he goes, like, beast mode. And I'm yeah. like... This is Parkour Panda. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Godzilla the Panda Edition. Yeah, this yeah. is scary. This is scary. It's this awesome. Is but, but that brings us to the end of the cast and characters segment, and we will have to pass back over to Narrator-san and find out exactly what on earth he's doing. Welcome back to the third annual Kawaii Fi Awards. I've started a riot here. You see, I needed a distraction this evening, so I instructed my good soulmate, I believe her name is Joe, 
Jojo Mojo Jojo. Oh, wait, Jolene, Jolene. This is a Jojo reference after all. Well, I asked her to create a distraction, so she went over to Dio's room. Ah, there it is. Just like clockwork. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've got some shimmying to do. So welcome back your presenters, Kyle, Kenny, and Emma. I think he's in prison. I think he's in prison. He's probably in prison. I didn't think it was like a super best friend called Max, so... <laughs> I mean, that would be impressive. Adorable. I've met like two Maxes in my entire life. That's it. wonder how he started that riot. Mm. Well, knowing Jojo and Dio's history, easily. Um, <laughs> so... He did it without walking too close to him. Yes. He's, he's sta- he's, was standing off at the side. <laughs> Just standing it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Moving right along. It is time to talk about the best openings of summer 2021. Now, admittedly, summer wasn't a great season for everyone. And uh, there were some which uh, disappointed fans and others which just, to be honest, if you have a look at the rankings on my anime list, are all substantially lower than as a a whole compared to what we'd see in the other seasons. Yeah, it was kind of... Yeah, not just not a very good season. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there were good ones in there. And that's what we're going to be talking about. So, we need to talk about these best openings. And one that immediately pops to mind is the opening of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. is just a fun comfy it's very show. fitting isn't it yeah well also the opening has all like the voice actors being silly and sort of rapping and moving backwards and forwards which was just visually really cool <laughs> um that is followed by peach boy riverside's dark spiral journey Fish Boy Riverside had a very odd DNA-themed stranding throughout the uh, opening sequence. Um, throughout all of it, which was kind of a little bit odd. Um, but it's uh, based off uh, the... Well, the idea, at least, originated from the uh, Peach Boy fairy tale, I believe, in Japan. Huh. Now, this one, however, was no slouch. It was reincarnated as a slime season two, part two's opening. made me excited to watch the anime because mm. of all the things that they featured. I was like, what is that? What is that? Oh my god! <laughs> it did a really good job. Um, and uh, I, I'm still, I still have gripes with it because they reused um, Shion's animation of her slamming her sword down from the first season and put it back <laughs> in there in a different scene. It's Aww. exactly the same scene. I mean, you could make an <laughs> argument that they trained similarly and so it was the same move. It was the exact same 
yeah, animation. You was, can put them side by side. They it's really were very bad. good at training together. <laughs> no, no, no. It's her same move. Like it's the same person. They were really good at training. Together. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> um, and the final one was Sukimichi Moonlit Fantasies opening, known as Gamble. <laughs> And that rounds out our quartet. And the winner for Best Opening of Summer 2021 is reincarnated as a slime season 2 part 2 electric boogaloo. Yay! <laughs> I mean, unsurprising. Uh, I, there wasn't a lot that I actually liked. Yeah. You know? Like, and this one did have a good effect on it. It, was, it felt like, you know, this is a big part of the se- series. Yeah. It like, yeah. It really did. And it kind of, uh, especially seeing everyone dressed in black as opposed to their normal yeah. coloured uniforms, like, whoa, what happened? When I saw that, oh. I was like, oh, no, something, something's <laughs> gone down. It yeah. turns out they were in the Matrix all along. <laughs> I have these incredibly cheap deals on these long jackets. You should buy them now at Matrix.com. <laughs> anyway, the- moving right along. Best... In Category, Part 1. Alright, this one is quite a heavy category, so we are going to kind of burn through it because we have a lot to cover here. Best Crime or Mystery Anime. Now, the series must have crime, police, or mystery genre tag in its official listing on my anime list to qualify. The nominees are Detective is Already Dead, Odd Taxi, Other Side Picnic, Kimono Jihen, Sunny Boy, and World's Finest Assassin. Place your bets, hmm. because we're going in now. The winner on 17 points is Odd Taxi. Yes, excellent. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nearest was World's Finest Assassin on 12 and Sunny Boy on 11. When writing up our nominations, I was surprised to learn that Shadow's House wasn't a mystery. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of makes no sense. There's it a whole... is a mystery, but it's, like it's not... It's a huge mystery. Wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a pastry, wrapped on? in a lie. <laughs> Attached to a uh, frisbee and flung over a rainbow. Yes. Yes. Um, but we, I think we will have to make some slight adjustments next year mm. to how we categorise these things because yeah. Shadow's House should have been in there. It mm-hmm. should have been. But we've, we've stuck to our rules and, you know, that... Rules and, is rules. Well, rules are made to be broken, so let's break them for next year. Shadow's House this wins year. this one. <laughs> Don't say that in a pandemic. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair. All right. On the note of pandemics, drama, the best drama anime series. Now, this must have the genre drama tag in it on my anime list, and our nominees are 86, Beastars Season 2, Fruits Basket The Final Season, Heike's Story, To Your Eternity, (laughs) and Wonder Egg Priority. That's right. Six nominees Mm. for this category. And those are some heavy hitters. There are. And by far and away, taking uh, the top spot... To your eternity. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Look, 16 I, points. I haven't finished it, and I'll tell you why. It's because I haven't felt like crying lately. <laughs> I know, right? I don't <laughs> have the emotional energy for it. The first episode itself just hurts oh, you. God. 
It's, it's, ama- it's wonderful. And then we smashed through the first three episodes and then <laughs> yep. we just sat there. We're like, Wasn't the Ooh. first episode a double episode as well? Uh, I no, think. No, no. No, it felt like it, it hit hard. It yeah. had so much packed into it. It made you really feel for a character you had met minutes ago. Yes. So let's try and lift your spirits with the best comedy Not anime. really possible. <laughs> oh, I don't know because the nominees are Dragon Goes House Hunting, Yay. My Senpai is Annoying, the Vampire Dies in No Time, and Welcome to Demon School Irumakun Season 2. <laughs> it's just always a good time. And we have joint winners. Our winners for Best Comedy Anime are Dragon Goes House Hunting and The no! Vampire Dies in No Time. Woo-hoo! Yes. Both strong category, this one. <laughs> strong category. This this year's category for comedy is going to be strong too. Oh yeah. But, oh uh, yeah. Senpai is annoying, only behind on one point. Also so, very good, but yeah. it didn't make me go ha ha ha. You know. It made me go oh. Yeah. <laughs> it made him titter and giggle. It's funny you say that because guess what's next? What romance anime? Yeah. Oh, your favorite? Yeah, it's my favorite. Your and tastes are appalling. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> we all have trash taste. So this year's nominees for best romance anime: Banished from the Heroes Party, Horimiya, My Senpai is Annoying, and The Saint's Magic Power is Omnipotent. And the winner on ten points ahead of the pack. My senpai is annoying. Oh, kind of surprising. I was kind of expecting Horimiya. I'm happy about this one because um, I, yeah, I me love too. them so much, but their height difference is very jarring. <laughs> <to me. laughs> it certainly is. It he certainly is a giant. Is. She is dwarf. It's just yeah. yeah. You might even say that she looks like she's still in school. Yeah, no, the joke is I'd that she hasn't grown that. since she was in middle school. Funny you say that, because the next is the best school life anime. Can you tell I've got these lined up in the order I think I can steam? That was a terrible yes. segue. <laughs> it was a terrible segue. I'm riding around the campus on it. No, no, no. Um, the best school life anime was quite a crowded one. So the honourable mentions, the ones that didn't make it in, but all received two votes each in the nomination list. Horimiya... Bottom tier character Tomazaki, Blue Period, and Tokyo Revengers. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Our nominees are Jujutsu Kaisen, Komi Can't Communicate, mm-hmm. My Hero Academia Season 5, and Welcome to Deep School Arumakun Season 2. Yay. And we have joint winners Komi Can't Communicate and My Hero Academia Yay. Season 5. Both on yeah. seven points. I mean, my hero is still going strong, but Comey was just, to be expected, amazing. Mm. Um, but for school, it's it's got to be. It's got to be my hero. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen in sixth, hmm. because it's officially listed as a school anime genre. But, are they, but they never seem to be at school. I mean, they yeah. were for, like, one big whole battle segment, and that was sad, but... Yes. Um, now... The best club or sports anime. Now, this is a joint genre because it's often hard to have either or. This is about clubs that are going to be shut down unless they get one more member. Or sports teams that are going to be shut down unless they get one more member. Or art clubs that are going to be shut down unless they get one more member. Or martial art groups that go... You get the idea. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, the series must either have a sports or martial arts genre tag in the nominee list or be centred around a a club as the core aspect of the series. 
the four nominees we have are as diverse as you can get because of the genre. We have Blue Period, which is the art series on Netflix at the moment and a award-winning manga. Quite lovely. Laid Back Camp Season 2. Yahoo! Megalobox Season 2. Wait, what? And Skate the Infinity because sport and club. That is a very random yes. genre. Yes, it is. Our winner on 10 points, comfortably. To no one's surprise, Layback Camp Season 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little confused by that entire genre. But... <laughs> Layback Camp versus Megalo Boxes is a fight I would <laughs> never expect to see. So, Look, I couldn't really comment because I haven't watched any of those. <laughs> However, I am very keen to watch Blue Period, seeing as mm. that is a direct reference to Van Gogh's Blue Period. <laughs> now, More than you know. <laughs> the best supernatural or sci-fi anime, once again, another joint one. But this year, in previous two years, we've had not very many. This year, we had so many. Oh my God, it's gangbusters this yes. year. <laughs> so, our nominees are 86, Dr. Stone Season 2, Godzilla Singular Point, Jujutsu Kaisen, The Vampire Dies in No Time. And our honourable mention, we're just missing out, was To Your Eternity. <laughs> <laughs> and our winner, on 11 points... Godzilla singular points. I mean, it was ah, as sci-fi okay. as you could get. It was very good. Mm-hmm. It was also about as sci-fi as you could get. It's yeah. like someone got the rights to Godzilla and it's like, okay, this is a series about a giant monster trampling Tokyo. Let's science the hells out of it. Well, you see, the writer for Godzilla singular point is actually a experimental astrophysicist. How That's do you how get, you get a job title sci-fi. like that? Do you blow up a hadron collider? Um, uh, experimental. Uh, I can't remember the other term, but it's like theoretic, theoretical astrophysicist, not experimental astrophysicist. That's how Star Trek did it. They mm-hmm. got an actual scientists to uh, kind of comment on the planets and things that they came up with mm-hmm. from back in the day, like yeah. 1960s. Yeah. The OG. Yeah. But uh, yes. Um, 11 points in second place on nine was 86 and Jujutsu Kaisen rounding out third place. Mm. Okay, best music or idol anime. Now, we have had a few idol shows and a few music shows this season, um, but it doesn't seem like too many of them have really stuck. Mm. Um, we did expect a few of them to kind of stick, but... <laughs> I haven't really watched any Some of them, them are... <laughs> I am not a fan of either musical or Some of them have been generic animes. or samey. Others have really stood out. Mm-hmm. Our nominees, in alphabetical order as always, Love Live Superstar, mm-hmm. Tact Opt Destiny, Those Snow White Notes, Vivi Fluoride Eye Song, and Zombieland Saga Season 2 Revenge. And our winner on 14 points is Vivi, Fluoride Eyes Song. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, was quite well loved. I'd like to see the results for the other ones. Like, how close was the next one? Tacked Off Destiny on 12 points. Uh, that's what I was Vivi expecting. Vivi was on 14. Zombieland Saga on 8. Rounding hmm. out those top three. Now, this one appeals to the gamer within all of us. This is the best game anime, and the rule is that it must have the game genre tag or heavily feature elements of a video game as part of its story. This is like Sword Art Online having skills, for instance. And health bars. and Exactly. Yeah. So, our nominees are Digimon Ghost Game, mm-hmm. Digimon Adventure, 
Digimon's getting two Digimon bites of the apple. Last, no, I'm oh, kidding. <laughs> Fake granddaughter of the Digimon. <laughs> the lo- the world ends with you. I'm standing on a million lives, season two. A million Digimon lives? Yes, and Log Horizon, hey. Digimon edition. No, <laughs> season <that>. three. <laughs> Log Horizon, season three. I, mean, I know I did that, but stop that. <laughs> and our, our winner, oh, just a few points. No, our winner on nine points. The world ends with you. Wicked. Which uh, was on nine points, on eight points apiece. Digimon Ghost Game, I'm Standing on a Million Lives and Log Horizon, and on seven points, Digimon Adventure. So... I mean, I can't really speak for the Digimon ones, but uh, Log Horizon was mm. a good return to form. Log Horizon was a good return to form. And our last one for part one of this genre skipping area is the best fantasy anime. Now, this is no isekais allowed. So this is fantasy tag, but no isekai. So unfortunately, some of yours did not make it into this, Kenny. Um, Read the rules. (laughs) Yes. But they are good ones. And that's Faraway Paladin is barely an isekai. It's very much fun. It's 100% an isekai. It's, it's literally said in the first minute. Best fantasy anime nominees. Dragon Goes House Hunting. Yay. Heaven's Design Team. Banished from the Heroes Party. And Black Clover. And the winner on 10 points is Dragon Goes House Hunting. Yay. I mean, that did appeal to the comfy end of all of oh, us. Oh, it's just so good. Black mm-hmm. Clover was awesome, though. Black Cove came in third. Hey! So, I feel like um, Dragon could almost slip into the game genre as well. Yeah! It really could have because, I, I mean, I believe it was voted into it, but uh, the other ones came out on top. I, well, it doesn't actually have a game tag attached yeah. to it. Get out, really? No, it yeah. doesn't. Even despite the pixel music, the game mechanics mm. and everything. Yeah. Okay, we need to rewrite this. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, this will have an overhaul for next year and we'll uh, find a way to make it good. Um, and that means we've got a hand back to presenter Kun. Um, I've dropped the sand because, uh, you know, he's he's a criminal now. You've lost respect for I the have. presenter. I've run into a slight problem. A snag, if you will. It appears I'm not alone down here. I've acquired a follower. It is a raccoon. And it appears to be firmly attached to my boot. Maybe, maybe they can be my, my new assistant? (gasps) I shall name you Raftalia. No, wait, that's a ridiculous name. Patricia it is. Patricia number two. Now we must hurry before anyone realizes something is amiss. Into the tunnels. There is much work to be done. Oh, and um, welcome back those three. You, You do you. Well, raccoon. Raccoon. So he's in the northern hemisphere? I guess so. Maybe the States? What did he do? I love raccoons. <laughs> I mean, they are cute. They have little hands. Mm. Yeah. I like things with little hands. I got over my fear of spiders because of a spider that has little hands. Um. Uh, I'm not going to elaborate on that. Please don't. Please don't. Keep that to yourself. <laughs> we have reached the best openings of autumn 2021, i.e. this season that has just passed. The final season of 2021. Oh. And there were many good ones. We have to give two honourable mentions. and We've not had to give honourable mentions really very often for the openings, aside from uh, Dragon Goes House Hunting. However, 
86's second opening for part two was nominated and the Heike story as well were both honourable mentions but they didn't make it into oh, the final four I don't remember the Heike story one but was I was, I'm pretty sure I voted for the 86 mm. to get in so we need to talk about the openings that have just finished including this wonderful banger by Cinder Girl called Cinderella <laughs> yes I'm not kidding Fakomi yeah. can't communicate <laughs> very cute. It's very hard to skip. <laughs> For really, me at least. It really captures yeah. the mood. It really does. It's very, very cute. Um, but yeah, I just thought it very funny that Cinderella by Cinder Girl. I'm like, did you guys form just to perform this? Mm. <laughs> like, mm. The next is My Senpai is Annoying opening sung by the cast. Oh my god, yes. Annoying San San Week by Futaba Igarashi. <laughs> Did you say that this is the cast? The cast singing. That is awesome. It's so happy and high energy. I loved this opening. We never I don't never think we ever skipped, skipped it. this opening. Not once. No. I think we went back and rewatched it a few times. <laughs> yeah, it's just so fun. It's really fun. Yeah. Next one is the opening for Sakugan, which is uh, basically a really interesting mix of Tengen Toppen, Gurren Lagen, and Made in the Abyss. It, um, it's cruisy. It kind of sounds like Japanese Aerosmith. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not against that. I can't unhear it. <laughs> what the hell? Wow. I'm just imagining now um, Armageddon, but sung in Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so cool. I'm trying not to and failing. Okay. And our fourth nominee to round out the group was the opening for The Vampire Dies in No Time <laughs> called Dies in No Time by... Vampire? It's, it's Jun Fukuyama, but I want to call it John Fukuyama. <laughs> This song. Can't stop grooving. I tell you what, we did not have high hopes for this anime, no, right? Going into it. And then someone said, nah, give it a go. And then we watched this opening and we're like, what did what? we just watch? <laughs> what just happened? It's the two main characters dancing on a roulette wheel with the vampire constantly dying, <laughs> as is fitting for this the show. This is another one we have not skipped. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah. It's... Yeah. yeah. It's great That's fun. Check it out. That's a true test of an anime opening. If you don't skip it, it's a bop. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing in a comment section, it's like... People skip anime openings. Do these people exist? I'm like, you don't binge, do you? Yeah. <laughs> My favourite one was, if you ever feel useless, remember that Beastars opening on Netflix has a skip intro button. As does Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not happening. All right, team. And our winner... It was close. Tell me it wasn't Japanese Aerosmith. It wasn't Japanese Aerosmith. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> 
It's unsurprisingly, my senpai is annoying. Yay! <laughs> Happy feelings. I don't think I've ever seen an opening endear a character to you so well. It's <laughs> oh, just so pure. And everyone's having fun in it too. Yeah, and the timing is really great. Oh, yeah, just like editing is. Yeah. Schmitt. I also They've love got a great team. I love the very p- first part of the opening where they're showing the editing yeah. project she's working on. I'm like, that's <laughs> Premiere Pro. <laughs> I know that. And the more you watch the opening, uh, along with like watching the anime, the more mm. you like the characters. Oh yeah. Because God. of parts of the opening. Also, like I know we haven't mentioned her at all. But the grey-haired girl, who oh, is just like chaotic nutcase, <laughs> and it's just that's like, a perfect alignment. She's the minor, most minor character, and every scene she's in, she steals the scene. Look, I tell you straight up, I voted for, uh, I nominated the Taicho, which is the chief mm. or the the business <laughs> CEO for best supporting male because he just makes me so happy. He's just a moustache, really. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait, there's some. There's more to him other than the moustache. Hair. Yeah. <laughs> he more likes hair. to ski. I'm, I'm conv- he I'm, does like to ski. Yeah. I'm right. convinced that's just more of his moustache. He it just might. stores it back there. He just really likes his employees. He does, which is nice to see, considering what goes on in Japan and the business. But this does mean we have to get to the fancy awards, the best category part two, the named awards, and I'll pass it back over to the Stings. Nope, he ain't there. He's not there. <laughs> he's not there. <laughs> he's not there. I'm giving up. I'm going to be surprised if he comes back. Maybe he's digging. <laughs> I hope not. Um, right. Now, first, out of the door, the most important one. Please tell me, friends, what is the best way to get isekai To be hit by a moving train. Train's a good one, but no. <laughs> no truck. It's the classic truck. And so much to the fact that Toyota have advertised <laughs> said truck using elves. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah, I think... I still want there yeah. to be like a manga series where a guy drives a truck around to there get people... There is one, and I've read it, and it's fantastic. Um, it's part of a dark secret underground organization. They're basically FedEx. They receive delivery requests for heroes. They go around, pick out the hero, and then track them down with the truck. So if I just think of a manga, does it come true? Because that just happened. What's the <laughs> anime where someone saves a little girl from being hit by a truck? And instead of being the grateful, the little girl's just like, you ruined my isekai. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that's one. From something. Or it might just be a TikTok. <laughs> I, I may know. have seen that somewhere. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. So the series must feature a main protagonist who is transported to another world against their will. If the protagonist can leave that world under conditions or does so during the series, it does not qualify. Far away paladin, far away paladin, far away paladin. Nominees are far, far away paladin. Yeah, yeah. Faraway Paladin. Yeah, uh, yeah. How a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. That is a weird way to spell Faraway Paladin. Reincarnated as a Faraway Paladin slime. Ah. The Saint's Magic Paladin is omnipotent. And the world's <laughs> finest Paladin. No, world's finest assassin. Um, I'm not reading the full name of that one. Yes, you are. No. You are. <laughs> I'm not. Do it. It's um, got to be. It's got to be my man. It's my, 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 my man, Faraway Paladin. <laughs> <laughs> And the winner, on 12 points, just pulling ahead... Say it. 
Reincarnated as a yes, slime season two. That's my boy. Look. I call for a recount. The election was rigged. Look. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be happy to know Faraway Paladin got the bronze. Only by two points. That's a weird bronze. Way to spell gold. <laughs> it is third. Realist Hero Rebuilt a Kingdom is second, and that's because that's got another season starting next week as well. Uh, okay. So, third out of four ca- category out of four nominees is second loser. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's perfectly average in every way. Mm. Except it's not, because all these nominees wouldn't be on here if they weren't good. Literally everything we've listed deserves watching. So it might not be your cup of tea, but a few things are my cup of tea. Only my cup out there. Um, anyway, That was a weird segue. I know. And I'm going to use that to segue uh, into the comfort of cooking on a campfire. Oh, God. Because Bad it's time segue. for the Eurocamp Most Comfortable Anime Award. So this is an anime series that elicits a calming response on the viewer and embodies the feeling of being comfortable. And... Unlike some of our other awards, this name will never change because Eurocamp introduced us to this this genre, if you will. It is such a happy anime. The nominees are Dragon Goes House Hunting. Yay. Horimiya for some reason. <laughs> it was chill. Saint's Magic Power is Omnipotent. Oh, that was chill. And Eurocamp Season 2. Yay. And the winner... With three full three-point votes, is Dragon Goes House Hunting. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Which, um, yeah, ten points. Eurocamp closely in second. It's that, a, it's a very deserving win. It is. just made me so happy. I know, right? Like, <laughs> oh. All right, see. It's time for the Sensei Award. Mm-hmm. Mm. What is the Sensei Award? Is the most educational anime we've seen. This is a ser- series which teaches the viewer something through its story, whether it be historical, cultural, or any other piece of knowledge. And the nominees are Cells at Work, Code Black. Mm-hmm. Because now we know how bad our bodies look now at 30. Uh, Dr. Stone, yeah, I mean, that season was a thing. two. Watching Cells mm-hmm. at Work is, you know, the original one is like, man, this is a really clean body. This is probably not what mine is like. <laughs> and then Black comes out, you're like, ah. I could, I could ah, be worse. Ah, there I am. <laughs> There's also Cells at Work Baby, which is a newborn. Um, oh. So all of the characters are chibi. Yep. Um, that's been- Chibi platelets. Yeah. Well, like, they're already chibi. And there is Cells at Work Platelets. Super chibi. Which is, just follows the platelets in the same body as the main one. <laughs> but uh, Dr. Stone Season 2, which uh, showed us how to generate electro-hydro power <laughs> in the first episode. I love blowing stuff up. Building a tank. Heaven's design team for how on earth the platypus was made. Oh, man. That weird <laughs> little facts are the best. Yeah. And the Heike story to explain how the- capital of Tokyo, uh, capital of Japan ended up in Kobe. Yeah, um, it's fascinating because it's it was a, a moving capital back in the day. Mm. Howl? Uh, well, whoever was given the, basically... No, Howl as in Howl's moving capital. Oh, do, no. do, 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 That would be nice, though. <laughs> um, however, our winner is... Joint winners! Sells at Work Code Black and Heaven's Design Team! Yes! Yay! I love having this design team so much. It was so just, dumb and wonderful. Whenever they come up with like a stupid idea and then just God is like, yes, we'll take we'll take one of those. I, I just love the owls. The owl episode was so bonkers. I just love the fact that the um, Galapagos Islands 
was it? Hmm. We're based mm. in the testing ground for new animals. And that's why we have all the strange animals there. I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> and the ongoing battle between birds and snakes. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Just beautiful. Okay. Now that brings us to our genre age specific categories. And as we had to do last year, there were not many shoujo or josai to have their own category, so we've combined them again. And we've had to move one into there because for some reason, despite it having shoujo in its name, it's been listed as a shonen officially. Mm. Yes. So our nominees are Fruits Basket, the final, <laughs> Kageki Shoujo, which was the, I believe... Um, the drama club one yeah, yeah. with all girls. My next life is a villainess. All roots lead to doom season two. And the saint's magic power is omnipotent. And we have a draw. Oh. Both on eight points, the other two on four. The winners are Fruits Basket Final and Saint's Magic Power is Omnipotent. Woohoo! I didn't watch Fruits Basket. because mm. uh, I just, I just can't do that again, you know? <laughs> After watching the original? Well, when I was like 14, yeah. yeah. Uh, After this watching To Your Eternity. Mm. I don't but have the tears. The Saints was just nice. Saints was know? nice. It was pleasant. Nice. But I mean, we're, like, we're not the target audience though. That's yeah. the thing. So. It was just like, no, no real stakes there. Mm. Mm. Just a funny little romance. Blah, pretty blah. boys. Which, look, Pretty Boys nice. is a pretty man. Hallmark of shoujo manga. And it's also a hallmark of Skate the Infinity. Which is technically shoujo, but they don't have a genre yes. listing because they're not from a manga. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. Very interesting. We, we need to rewrite. <laughs> <laughs> Must have pretty boys. <laughs> Must have pretty, pretty All right. boys. Let's head to the older gentleman scale, which is the best sign in series, male aged 18 to 45. Series must have the sign in genre tag to be nominated in this list. Our nominees are Shadow's House, Cells at Work, Code Black, Blue Period, and Heaven's Design Team. And edging it out by a single point. Cells at Work, Code Black. Yeah. Shadow's House, only one point behind. Yes. Yeah, I find it weird that that's... Sign-in. Sign-in. Yeah, I know. Like, it's it's yeah. verging on, like, French... <laughs> French? <laughs> we need a French category. <laughs> it's like French Lolita... Ah, I was going to say closer to Dark Souls. It's European, you know, and it's got the, mm. you know, that kind of violin kind of yeah. orchestra. Orchestral feel to it. You know, yeah. it kind of Tudor ish. No? Yes. Mm. Now we have the last category for nominees, and after this, it is our uh, most emotional and most memorable moments. So, <laughs> this one is the best shonen genre ages 12 to 18. This year we had a whopping 37 qualifying contenders. Hey, That's how much shonen out this year. Pardon. And this series must have the shonen genre tag in the nominee list. There were several which didn't which should qualify. So it's technically closer to 45. Our nominees are Dr. Stone Season 2 Jujutsu Kaisen My Hero Academia Season 5 to Your Eternity, Tokyo Revengers, and Welcome to Demon School Irumakun Season 2. And we have joint winners, both on 15 points apiece. 
Jujutsu Kaisen and My Hero Academia Season 5. Yeah, that feels just. That's, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean. They were absolute bangers. This year. Loose unit of an anime. Mm. <laughs> there were many who are in the uh, Just Shy category, so there's too many to mention. However, that does bring us to two very important categories that we've had to really trim down, which has been a struggle. The Jiraiya Award for the most emotional moment of the year. And these are moments that, you know, will stick with us and hurt us. So, To Your Eternity, Episode 1. <laughs> the whole thing. Just- so, to be honest, it should just be To Your Eternity. Mm. My Hero Academia present Mike and a Razorhead confronting Kurogiri, who turned out to be their old high school friend who died. Mm. Shadow's House. Spoiler? If you haven't caught it by this point, <laughs> sorry. No, I just, just the, the secret. No, no, he means for uh, My Hero. Um, oh. Because that went viral. Oh, okay. It was all was over huge. TikTok. Yeah. Shadow's House. The truth about Shadow's House <laughs> because I that's going to be interesting when season 2 comes around. Oh yeah. Tokyo Revengers episode 12 when no changes uh. to the past fix the present. Cuz that's time travel baby. And of course, the Demon Slayer movie. Just the entire thing. The, well, that last scene and uh, let's just say it's an incredible fight and very sad. That brings us to something a bit more cheerful. Which is the Redline Award for the most memorable moments of the year. Who's the winner? All four. All five. Oh. All of them who are nominated for these awards. You don't you don't belittle people's feelings. Everyone I, wins. I think he just or in this oh. case, everyone loses. I think he we just missed the drum roll button. No. We've never given a single awards for them. He missed the drum roll button. <laughs> 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 right. The Redline Award for the most memorable moments. See, there's an S. Moments of the year. Criteria, a memorable moment from this year's anime. Four moments are selected to receive the awards. Jujutsu Kaisen, the boogie-woogie fight. Hell yeah! Because that teleportation was amazing. Komi can't be communicate. The sports festival. Gambate. That was adorable. It was. Vivi, the space station fight. And this one, which very quickly established that ranking of kings is not for children... Dorsh versus the Demon Dogs. It is a very brutal fight and very good. Um, especially uh, suggested by Aaron sent me it because he said, look, we thought this was for kids and we were wrong and this is why it's rating so well. Mm. So all of them, uh, give yourself a round of applause because very, very, very good. Which is going to take us all the way up to uh, Narita-san. I've decided Kun is too familiar. You were right, Emma. Thank you for passing me that note. Um, Because it's Cabbage of Shame time. Well, we're past the halfway point of this awards show. But, more importantly, I've made it into the tunnels. One more good push, and I'll be outside. Though, I do feel a little out of the loop. Disconnected, if you will. Time moves very differently on the inside, you see. Perhaps everything has changed out there. Maybe this anime stuff they keep going on about has become the norm? Has become good? My mind went to a strange place there for a moment. The air in this tunnel is getting very thin. But I'm almost at my destination. How fitting I should come to this 
this bold sewer pipe as we arrive at the regret and forget segment of the show. Please welcome back your hosts. Cabbage appears to be on the menu. Only is right. Cabbage is on the menu. Cabbage time. That means we do need to play the official regret and forget sting. <laughs> Regret and forget. So, The Cabbage of Shame is the series with the worst art we have seen in the past year. We very rarely talk about the negatives on this podcast because we like to stay positive and celebrate the good points of anime. But once a year, we let ourselves out the cage to slap someone down. Look... You gotta know. You gotta know. You gotta know. And you're going to see a familiar name through most of this. Because, I mean, it was kind of advertised. Awful. And the fact that it is still the worst after being in the first quarter of the year, in our humble opinions. The fact that someone hasn't tried to make it disappear is a surprise. Mm. Uh, The fact that it lived in our memories this long is saying something. But the Cabbage of Shame for the worst animation of the year, as voted by the team, there are four nominees... Starting with X-Arm, <laughs> Farewell My Dear Kramer, House Husband Season 2, because its animation was not animation, it was storybook style, yeah. and One Direct Priority's second half, including the film, because their budget went... Yeah. And that was really disappointing. Really sad. They're not a winner, are they? Our loser is... Loser. Farewell, my dear Kramer on Wait, 10 what? points. Yay. How did XR not win? Best By loser. By one point. Oh. One point. I mean, yeah, Kramer was bad, but... Kramer was bad. But this is artwork, not CG. Oh. Oh, okay. Because that's next, and it's time for the Gibiate Award for Worst Use of CG. And if you lose this award, it becomes named after you. Win this, lose this, lose, lose. They're, they're losing. Like I'm gonna say that we voted on negative points. <laughs> so if it's if we voted a five, we actually gave it negative five. Number one, dumb. Mm-hmm. Exam. Farewell, my dear Kramer. Pure ore, dr- pride of orange, which was ugh. Ugh. super cub because damn that was weird. Oh my god. Super cub was a super transcendental was so experience. Bad. What happened to the previous owner? They died. Oh, I had a stroke while watching that. that my vision thing. kind of like just blurred. He in didn't front even of my say face. that the last owners had died either. He was just like, what happened to the last owners of spikes? Some people died. <laughs> That's right. Some people died. I'll take it. it just Sounds great. Not here, but elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. It's just um, such a strange show. It is. Scar and the Praetor, which is just simply another one of Gohan's reincarnations of handshakers. Um, they really don't want to let it go. It's they don't. It's firmly they, attached to their hands. Well, they just don't get it. They're just grabbing it on like they're ha- shaking its hand. And this season's Tesla note, which... Oh. Look. Damn. That's some janky CG. That's some janky CG. So... The loser, who will now have bear the name loser. of this award for the next 12 months, basically until uh, Arafaretta starts up in about two weeks, <laughs> uh, unsurprisingly, is X-Arm. 
and no award has deserved it more. I mean, Giviate was bad. Alvaretta was bad. I just chose not to assault my corneas with such... I watched (laughs) two episodes of it. Everyone except for Emma gave it full negative points. Emma gave it just shy of full negative points. (laughs) But that's because Supercub offended you, and that's fair. Oh my god, Supercub just just... accosted my senses. It was an affront. So bloody weird. Farewell, my dear, my dear Kramer, in second place because you cannot use CG in sports. It doesn't work, guys. Stop trying to do it. Mm. We've seen it in dozens. Skateboards. Ooh, that that worked. Yeah, I was like, that's a very that's bold thing. It's an extreme sport. I'm like CG, sports, sorry. The CG was supporting. Yeah. The, at uh, the, I, yeah. I should clarify that. Not sports animes, ball sports animes. Because <laughs> when they're hitting the ball, there's no weight. And that's the problem. I'm sure there's an anime out there, probably a baseball anime, let's be real, that has perfected the art. Oh. We all have to go through a deep we dive. We saw Ta- uh, Tamayomi last year, and that did not. Yeah, but that can't represent all <laughs> baseball animes. <laughs> is baseball true. is too huge to be bad. People would get very upset. Yeah, moving on. Okay, school day award for the worst character of the year. Aptly named. Yes, it is, because everything in that show was awful. So this is a character who is awful, awfully written, or completely pointless to a series. And we start with Eris Stroa, who is the pseudo-villain in Banished from the Heroes Party. Mm-hmm. Kurena from 86. She's the redhead girl who's just there to make the main character seem desirable. She's just useless. Like, mm-hmm. you could literally take her out and nothing would change. Mao, the Demon Lord from The Great Jar, he will not be defeated because her introduction killed the show. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Minata from My Hero Academia because Minata. Yep. Oh, my God. And Ryo yeah. Amakusa from Koikomo, a.k.a. It's disgusting to call this love. Um, he uh, gaslights the MC into a relationship. It's Very disgusting to call wonderful. that an anime. Mm-hmm. And the dishonorable mention by Aaron... Is everyone in Soma Spider so what? <laughs> Look, I can back that. <laughs> I will will agree to disagree, but you're probably right. The humans. The humans. <laughs> Just the humans, yeah. And our winner on 13 votes. Loser. Loser. Most horrible person that should not exist. Is Ryo Amakusa from Koikimo, because that should not have been made. Yeah. Just no. You do not put a t- guy 10 years older Let's in a predatory situation no for a character to act it like it's normal. It's not okay. It's, Moving right along. Master of Ragnarok Award. The worst anime of the year. <laughs> An anime that should not have been made. Whether it had terrible plot, terrible animation, unrelatable characters, or any other legitimate reason listed here. If it offended you, this is where it belongs. Also known as the Please God No Award. Yes. Our nominees are Exarm, Farewell, My Dear Crammer, Koikimo is discussing to call this love, The Promised Netherland Season 2, and Tesla Note. Ooh. And it's crowded at the bottom. <laughs> because Exarm has taken this out as well. I mean... Deservedly so. That's got to be close, though. 16 points for Exarm, 14 for Koikomo, and 13 for Crammer. Really? I was yeah. kind of expecting Promise Neverland Season 2. May it burn in for me. But see, here's be... the thing. It, it doesn't this exist. This is the thing. I didn't watch the... I didn't read the manga of Promise, and I don't... I'm not as offended by it as you are. I guess. As a standalone anime, it's not that bad. 
Mm. Like they did rush it, sure, but it's it's not that bad. Extremely rushed. The last mm. bit was still image just explaining. There what, are how it other ended. shows which are deservedly at the bottom of the pile on the Mal ratings. That's and you fair can check enough. That on the My Anime List website to find out. But that does mean we've got to do something very wonderful that we like to do every year, and this is to look back to ten years ago and induct this year's Hall of Fame. Presenting your inductees for the Kawaii Fi Hall of Fame. Twenty eleven. I didn't update the file. <laughs> <laughs> But this list is very good. Oh. Hunter x Hunter. Ooh. Anohana. <laughs> Tiger and Bunny. Fate Zero. Nichijo, or My Ordinary Life. Stein's Gate. Natsumi's Book of Friends. Yuru Yuri. Penguin Drum. Chiafura. And The Idolmaster Original. These are anime from ten years ago which just... You know, they deserve... They've left an impact. <laughs> you still see them everywhere. There were several films, six of them from one series, which was Toa no Kwan. Uh, because yeah. instead of releasing it as a 24-episode series, they released it as six films. This is like binge-watching before it was cool. Yeah, basically. Look, I'm new here. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and Children Who Chase Lost Voices, one of Makoto Shinkai's early works. Yeah, it doesn't get as much uh, attention as it should. It is... Beautiful. It is. These, I think it's 12 this year. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 13 entrants this year. You skipped 12. <laughs> Did I? No. <laughs> there are 13. 12 is an unlucky number, apparently. Huh. I'm kidding. Congratulations if this is one of your favorite animes. They are now to live forever on our non-existent website, <laughs> which will change this year. In the Hall of Fame. They're taking a while with the cannons. They are. Should yeah, we just... Uh, a really long sting. Just cut, cut it. Yep. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Yay. Cannons. Fireworks. Girls love cannons. That's true. If I know girls, and I think I do. <laughs> girls love cannons? Girls love cannons. <laughs> I'm buying her a cannon next year. Mm. This year? This year? Last year. Time travel. Let's not do that. Awful, disgusting, even gut-wrenching. But aside from those nominees, I'm walking through the sewer. I'm up to my knees in cheap Isekai knockoffs. Oh, whatever that means. Patricia too has left me. She is gone, like every assistant I've ever had. <laughs> but things can only get better from here, I believe. I see a light ahead. And we're almost done with this little award show shindig. So it's time to announce the best ending for the year. And it's mine. And I'm getting way out of here. Well, he's not wrong. Hmm. If he's escaped prison, which it sounds like he has, 
it may not be a good ending. May not have been a good prison. Has he seen Prison Break? Has he seen Shawshank Redemption? Does feel a bit Shawshanky. Have you seen Shawshank Redemption? Yes, I vividly remember the raccoon. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that raccoon scene will live in infamy. Oh, what? <laughs> did we watch different movies? I think we did. So, as you mentioned, it is time for the best ending of the year before we get into the finale of this show. And the best endings, we, we do it all together because if we did each season, it would only be one. Hmm. Who even watches the endings? <laughs> <laughs> we, we do. So, there are four nominees, and we will start from Godzilla. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about the song. Lots of homages to the OG, mm. you know? Also, the character design is straight out of, like, early Akira Toriyama works. OG like, meaning original Godzilla. Pretty sure, like, yeah. a bunch of them are wearing the merch of Dr. Slump and Dragon Ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's Owl by Polka Dot Stingray. Interesting band name. Oh I approve. <laughs> the next one was Ending 2 of Jujutsu Kaisen, Give It Back by Koshune. Give it back. Oi. Very saddening and somber tone to fit the latter half of the series. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to a bit more uplifting in a way because Shadow's House outro oh, yeah. was so strong it could have yeah, been the yeah, opening. Yeah. Never skip. <laughs> this had no business being this good. And its visuals were awesome. Also, I never skipped this ending either. Also, who hires Rio Na to do an outro? She does intros. She's just incredible. This anime Mm. has two intros. They're just on either side of the anime. (laughs) (laughs) This is fair. And our final fall, rounding it out, is Strangers by TRD from Vampire Dies in No Time. The origin of his story. <laughs> the origin of John's story. Yeah. How does a vampire end up owning an armadillo? He gets really lucky. <laughs> yeah. I believe the armadillo, if we're to believe the story in the outro, was sent to assist him. He was looking for his castle. He was. Hmm. Was he a tourist? Yeah, Is this like- he had a picture. He grew up with a picture of their castle. Oh, that's and right. And he travelled the world trying to find that castle. That was his dream. It was his dream, and now he's got to live with He's like Drac. a Disney princess. Okay, our winner. For best ending of 2021, there are two. Hmm. It is a joint victory. Godzilla Singular Point and Shadow's yes! House. Yes! I know you're happy. I'm very happy Godzilla's won some stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Shadow's House was my pick. Hell yeah. And so good. Yes, Nine Nine was a very good song, and animation Mm. was just beautiful. Uh, Vampire Dies in No Time in second, and Jujutsu Kaisen in third. Mm. But that brings us to the final set of awards. 
which are the best of the year. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if the narrator's going to show up for them. Uh... Best of the year. Hey! He must be out of the tunnel. He's seen the light. <laughs> he, just, he just pokes his head out. Best of the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see. Oh, wait, so, did I just ruin the illusion that the narrator is a different person? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, we've reshuffled things around a little bit from prior years because it was a bit weird to put best writing in the best category section, as was the best short form. So, they have joined the best of the year finale. Hmm. We start with best writing, and the criteria is a series you believe have had the best writing, whether for dialogue, narrative, or storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Our nominees are Dragon Goes House Hunting, Megalobox Nomad, yes. Odd Taxi, and To Your Eternity. <laughs> and we've got double winners again. Who wins the joint? Odd Taxi and To Your Eternity. Both very compelling stories. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, Odd Taxi is great. Mm-hmm. Like, you see that it's like all cute animals, but no, it's a bit deeper than that. It, it's a lot deeper. What is it with animal-based animes being really good these days? Did everyone just see Zootopia and say, I like that? But I, I could to, do that. I want to do that, but dark and gritty. <laughs> um, this brings us to the best short form. And this year, there were only four series which were short form. Oh, well, that makes our job easier. So that is Armor Shop for Ladies and Gentlemen Season 2, which um, uh. is a bit raunchy. Deji Meets Girl. Idols. And Yatogame-chan's Observation Diary Season 3. And the winner is Yatogame-chan's Observation Diary. Oh, cool. Because I didn't watch any No, I'm the only one who watched short form this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is like, I'm a shop for ladies and gentlemen sounds good. And I'm like, oh my God, it only, only Yatogame only won by one point. <laughs> <laughs> Deji meet girl. We can't even watch that, I don't think, at the moment. It's on Funimation US only. Uh, oh. But there were only four short forms, so I had to go in. It's not very fun. No, it's not. Anyway, it's, moving right along. It sucks that <laughs> stuff just doesn't come to Australia or comes to Australia very, very late. That sort of thing might yeah. encourage people to go and seek it out themselves. Mm. Do you hear that, Funimation? They might, you should you know, bring back Anime Lab. They might go onto the seas. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they might might go overseas, you might say. Anyway, the best you original are. anime. <laughs> Emma's just shaking her head at me in disgust. Oh my god. The best Good original segue. series created by an animation studio must not be based on existing products, franchises, or media. Um I forgot about the franchise part, and we have several that are based on franchises, so we'll just move on. <laughs> so the best original origin anime that has been written originally for this season. Godzilla Singular Point, Megalobox Nomad, Odd Taxi, Sunny Boy, and Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song. You get the feeling he's just making up some of these categories so he can give more praise to Godzilla. I was just about to say something <laughs> akin to that. Um, these are the same categories we've been using for three and a half years. A likely story. <laughs> he set that up in advance. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> And the winners, again, a double pair of winners. Odd Taxi and Vivi Fluoride Eyes Song. Yay. 
Not would Godzilla. You? Not Godzilla. Your Good. plan has failed. Godzilla lost by one point. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought that would be a franchise anyway. Well, I just realised because huh. then Megalobox couldn't come in either, even though it's completely original. Huh. But it's connected to another franchise, as is Sunny Boy. I mean, it's called so. Nomad and it's a sequel, so it's more like Rocky 2. Uh, no, that's yeah. the franchise. Or Creed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, <clears throat> now that I've botched that category... We all have. Let's go to the best anime adaptation. So this is a series based on existing media such as a manga or novel must take into account the accuracy of the adaptation of the original media. The nominees are Dr. Stone Season 2, Jujutsu Kaisen, Reincarnated as a Slime Season 2, To Your Eternity, and Welcome to Demon School Irumakun. And the winner, by one point, To Your Eternity. Oh, for real. Mm, excellent. It is very close What's to the What's it manga. based on? Manga. Mm. Yes. That, uh, the first episode is seen for seeing the same as the manga. It is. Mm-hmm. A lot um, of it is. Second place, Jujutsu Kaisen. Third, Reincarnated as Slime. Only yeah, two points between Jujutsu, a lot of them. Yeah, I Given mm. its, its flow of animation, mm-hmm. the amount of cells you would have to create... Come, yeah, come up with. Uh, ...to bridge the gap between each... Panel? panel in the comic, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. All righty. Well, we've done that. We've brought, we brought this back in after complaints um, after the first year because everyone went, what about the sequels? Fair enough. Because we didn't include them the first year of the anime uh, awards because we didn't have enough time to catch up on all those shows when we first started this podcast. I mean, I it would mean catching up with this. stuff like <laughs> One Piece. You did. Okay, good. <laughs> this is the best returning franchise. Sequels, if you will. The nominees... Uh, Attack on Titan, mm. Doctor Stone, Megalobox, My Hero Academia, Reincarnated as a Slime, and Yuru Camp Season 2. And the winner by a country mile, Reincarnated as a Slime Season 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 19 points. My Hero's on 12. See, I think this next. category is really hard because, you know, returning animes counts one piece into it. How am I supposed to catch up with that? I'd have to start it! Well, One Piece would have to be finished. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't think that can happen. <laughs> it did just hit a thousand episodes a couple of months back, so... I, mm. I can't dedicate my life to something like that. Not Someone did the math. Yeah, Someone I think we math. mentioned this before. Like, yeah. uh, in order to catch up with it, if you watched it for like 20 so, hours a day. So it was, I did the math. Uh, someone did the original math of watching it for 14 hours a day. Mm. And I changed their math into eight hours a day. So you treat it like a job. It's a month. It's a straight month. No days off of eight hours of watching every day. Yeah, God, that is. It's doable. But it's doable, it's, but who would? <laughs> who would? Um, okay. Now, this next one is very important. I wish I had an ooh button for the crowd, but I don't. Ooh. ooh. It's the Miyazaki Award for Best Film. Ah. It's our favourite films of the year. Ooh. There were six in the total list. It was whittled down to four. Oh. And those films are... Mm-hmm. Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. Mm-hmm. Demon Slayer Infinity Train. Fate Stay Night, Heavens Feel the Movie 3, Manchester 2, Rochester 0, and Josie the Tiger and the Fish. Our winner, by almost unanimous vote, Demon Slayer Infinity Train. Yes! Oh yeah. That was a good night out. It was. That was so good. 
so good. <laughs> fitting that. And it killed the box office. I was say, fitting that the best performing Japanese film of all time win the award. Mm. And That's now, insane. Because we have only two left, we have to do the popular vote award for my anime list. Ooh. This is the top show of the year based on the my anime list rankings on today, the day of recording, the 7th of January. We're going to start from the bottom and make our way up. Everything listed is higher than an 8.4. Reincarnated as a Slime, Season 2, Part 1 on 8.41. To Your Eternity, 8.43. Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S, 8.44. Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song, 8.48. ReZero Season 2, Part 2, 8.51. 86's second part, 8.53. Eurocamp, 8.54. Jujutsu Kaisen, (laughs) 8.7. Odd Taxi, 8.77. The last three. Jobless Reincarnated, Mm 8.82. Attack on Titan, the final season part one of many, 8.89. The hell beats that? The highest ranking anime from this year on my anime list... On a rating of 9.06 oh. is Fruits Basket the final. Wow. Oh. Excellent. Honestly, Diane, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always our cup of tea, and that's why we include this to pay reverence to those that have been enjoyed by the community. Because we realize that our word is not final. However, this is a dictatorship and not a democracy. And we're going to tell you what our anime of the year was. I'm just surprised people wanted to do that to themselves again. I'm surprised too. But the thing is, is that it does adapt the whole thing, whereas the original didn't. And it is really, really pretty. It is. I mean, last time was great, but now it is just so shiny. We have a stacked set of six anime vying for the golden kawaifu the anime of the year and yes that is a pun on waifu the only time we ever like, use it i thought i was the golden kawaifu <laughs> you're the silver kawaifu <laughs> oh no no wait you're the, the bronze, bronze. <laughs> now you know how it feels yes suck it <laughs> our nominees our Take finalists that. are six most popular anime of the year we're 86 Dragon Goes House Hunting. Oh. Megalobox Nomad. My Senpai is Annoying. Reincarnated as a Slime Season 2. Oh. And To Your Eternity. All very fitting anime. The winner. By two points. Oh. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go from you third. Won. In third place, My Senpai is Annoying. That's bronze. In second place... Dragon Goes House Hunting. And only two points ahead on 15 points. Reincarnated as a Slime Season 2. Oh, yeah. Such a feel good anime. (laughs) So satisfying. Mm -hmm. I especially love Slime Diaries myself. I didn't end up watching Slime Diaries. Oh, my God. I've read the manga. Oh, but it's. It's. So good? Yes. <laughs> okay. It, it will... yanks a tear out of my eye. Ooh. Well, that brings us to the end of scheduled programming, I'm afraid. 
Hmm. And we've used more than enough of your time. I believe we're close to two hours, which uh, this is the typical time run for this show. Yes, it's a great way to end the year. Oh, wait. We'll start the year. <laughs> we'll be back in a week's time with the, uh, the new season preview, which will also run for about an hour and a half. There um, is so yeah. much coming. There is. It's been fun, but I would like snacks. That is fair. <laughs> two so, snacks! Two hours. We will leave you in the capable hands of Narita-san to find out exactly what on earth has happened to him. The narrator slowly trudged his way through 20 miles of human excrement. Uh, no, it was closer to around 20 feet, really. It wasn't that much. Shush you. As he reached the sewer's exit, he was greeted with the scent of freedom. Uh, it's a bit ripe. The disheveled man clambered out of the pipe before dashing across the highway. Oh, it's a bit busy. I'd really rather not. He dashed across the highway. Uh. I must, I must. But in his haste, he neglected to look both ways. I did not. That doesn't sound anything like me. And he was hit by a truck. Ha! You missed! You're after my job, aren't you? This is my gig. I'm the narrator around here. He was hit what? by a truck. That truck wasn't there a minute ago. You murderer! Owned by the Isekai Delivery Service and was transported to another world. And thus ends our coverage of the 2021 Kawaii-Fi Anime Awards. Thank you for listening. The narrator will return for the 2022 awards, but first, we have a new light novel series to introduce you to. So listen up. It's only coming once. That time I was a narrator in prison, but I escaped through a sewer pipe and was hit by a truck controlled by another narrator, which sent me to another world where a goddess gave me some useless power, which I used to do nothing out of the ordinary. But then I found a cursed donut, which gave me the power to know what's inside unopened boxes, which doesn't sound very useful until I realized the world was run on EA's servers and I could exploit their loot crate system to get myself even more powers, which the mods eventually took away for being game-breaking, but it was too late and they couldn't patch it out. Now available on Kodansha, 